This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional conversations of political fuckery. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Make sure you check out this month's featured shows, the Metalhead Journeys podcast, and our show, The Milf and Me. So now with that out of the way, enjoy the show. Remember, your future self is talking trash about you right now. <laughs> Until we meet again. Wow. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show. It's the MILF and Me podcast. I'm your host, Antonio, here with my lovely co-host, Diana. Diana, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I had to play that because I saw it earlier today and it blew my fucking mind. Mm -hmm. How many times have we talked shit about ourselves and each (laughs) other over the last 10, 15, how many years? And just thinking about right now, the future us are talking about terrible decisions that we've made, mm-hmm. maybe stupid shit that we've said on this podcast, yep. maybe stupid decisions we've made uh, financially, romantically, blee blue blah. Blee blue blah. And fuck. <laughs> we talk about it all the time to think that the future versions of ourselves are right now probably finishing off a bottle of wine going, what the fuck, Diana? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, we're here now. <laughs> yep. And it's great to see you. It's good to see you, too. We had a really fun episode last week. We had our friend Jay Uh come and tie you up and do this whole shibari thing, which I thought was really fascinating. A lot of people had a lot of cool questions about it. And unfortunately, I shat the bed (laughs) when it came to video. I left a bunch of stuff on autofocus and auto color, and it totally destroyed the video for it. I have a slideshow that we're going to play Good. so we can at least show the art and the details and stuff like that. But yeah, we're rookies. We're just virgins doing the video shit. So. I feel like we've gotten better at the two yeah. of us, but bringing on a guest and changing the lighting and the, yeah. the arrangement of the studio was challenging. And let's just say it was a valuable lesson learned. It's just like sex. You guys just like it. You, you just f- get better and better and better as the time goes. And you got to, fuck up every now and then to understand, hey, this works, this doesn't work, this is good, this isn't, right? You're supposed to get better? (laughs) Yes. Where's Kristen when we need her? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) So I got to tell you, today is a little sentimental. Yes. And I thought that we would just like not do a topic, not jump into all these crazy stats and things that I bring to the show and just kind of talk about what is just kind of going on in life right now. Yeah. You have a shit ton of stuff going on. I do. And I do. you're going to take a little bit of a sabbatical from the show. 
I'm taking a sabbatical. It's true. Yeah. Um, just life, you know, three kids, company, doing a lot. And um, there's other stuff going on in the background that uh, got to get my bearings straight before I can dive back into this. But you're going to keep things rolling. We're going to have some guests on. Yeah, Don't forget about me. We're not going to forget about you. You're going <laughs> to pop in. I hope that yep. you like send us some FaceTimes and stuff like that. I'll, that make, some, talk about. I'll make some surprise visits. It'll be good. I'm really proud of you. Like, Thank you. I'm really proud of you for just being so ambitious. I'm really proud of you for not taking shit from all these people who've been giving you shit all your life saying that well, you can't do this. You can't be an entrepreneur. You can't build a business. Yeah. And you're fucking doing it. I am. Yeah. No, it's been good. I'm, you know, I'm part owner now of this and it's, it's been absolutely incredible. It's been an amazing learning experience for me. Um, learning a lot, mostly patience, but it's good. And, um, I love you so much. And thank you for letting me take a minute to just catch my bearings. And yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it's a great time for you to do it because, you know, this episode 44 now. Wow. We've been doing this for almost a year. It'll be a year in November. Yeah. And, you know, it takes time to build an audience. And we kind of got lucky and built a pretty decent audience right away. Mm -hmm. And the next step was video, which we just barely got yes. under our feet. Yeah. But I think one of the things that's going to be great about this time is like while you are doing this stuff and while you're building yourself and getting more stories to tell when you come back to this podcast, we get to bring people onto the show who have been guests and some people who haven't been on the show before that can help expose us, that can help bring us new listeners, bring us new viewers, and I think train me to be a better host with someone who I'm not so familiar and comfortable with. Yeah. It's a really great challenge for me. I'm really excited about it because on my other show, I just talk about movies. Yeah. And I can talk about movies with pretty much anybody mm -hmm. but you and i have a very interesting dynamic where like we talk about all this stuff on a daily basis and then we come and talk about it on the show exactly it's pretty natural it's i mean for so both, natural yep for both of us um are you nervous are you nervous to be in the room with someone that's not me no i'm excited because the people that are going to be in studio we kind of have a friendship and, and yeah. a relationship with now. And I think we have good topics that we have planned. You know, we'll have Stephanie on the show, who's been yep. on the show before. Mm -hmm. We'll have Mariah back on the show. We'll have Michelle from Velveteen yes. Serpent. And I've got some stuff planned for Kristen and one of her friends, too, to do Love Guru Roulette. Uh... It's going to be fun. It's going to be a nice little change of pace. And I think it's going to be good for me to really sharpen my skills of being a host and just kind of being on the spot, you know? Meanwhile... Sure. You get to be building your your new business. You get yeah. to be putting your new home together that hopefully you'll spend another 10 years in before you buy your mansion. <laughs> <laughs> before I build my home. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of building an empire right now. And it's it's super important to me um, and my kids, my family. I want them to, to see that hard work pays off because it truly does. So it truly does. And I think this is a funny thing, too, is that you and I had a conversation just about, like, handouts, right? Yeah. There are so many people who think that women, especially, survive by handouts, mm -hmm. survive by having a guy that's just always there to bail them out. Yes. And then there are people like you who know 
exactly what it is like to have to bail yourself out. Yeah. I have learned, though, and I will say this, that I have some really incredible people in my corner. Mm -hmm. You know, they see what I'm doing. They know what I've been going through. And it's taught me that it's okay to ask for people for help. Like if you need a little assistance, it's okay. This is exactly what I was leading up to. And we didn't even plan this. (laughs) It's because if there's one thing that like we've learned from these toxic fucking gurus and weirdos on the internet and Instagram and TikTok and all this stuff like that. Yeah. Is that they keep saying that, you know, women are just there for the bag. Women are just there to get what they can out of a man. They don't have any appreciation for right. men. And people who are helping you out right now mm-hmm. are people that you have never exploited, that you've never tried to do that for. Exactly. And it shows that there are some good fucking men out there who recognize someone, especially a woman, who is going to do what they can to get themselves out of a situation or build their own empire. Yeah. And it's refreshing for them to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Here is someone that goes against everything that these fucking male gurus have been saying. And I would love to help them out. I would love to help them build their empire. So it's done two things for me. One, it's just built my appreciation and confidence in you to achieve what you want to achieve. But it's also reinstilled my confidence that there are fucking good guys out there and that we have to stop listening to toxic female gurus and toxic male gurus and just go with our hearts and just go with our minds and our common sense that, yeah, there aren't just fucking nasty people out there. The world, I think, is mostly filled with people that would help someone else if they had the opportunity and the means. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it happen for you right now. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, holy cow. It's been, whew, it's been quite a learning curve for me to... Um, I'm the girl, as you know, the woman that doesn't need help ever. I have this ego, right? I know it. (laughs) I have this ego that's like, no, motherfucker, I'll do it myself. I got this. I got this. I can do it. Um, But no, I've entered an interesting space in my life or an interesting time, if you will, that I um, get to ask for help. I get to feel what it looks like to be vulnerable and just say, hey, you asked what it is I need and this is what I need. And if you can't do it or if you feel uncomfortable, it's okay. I'm good. It's just that you asked what I need. So I'm going to be honest with you. For me to be able to open up is a completely different chapter for me, right? right? Because I have been doing a lot just on my own. I wing it a lot of the time. Um, But another thing with me that I think people don't realize is my gratitude for the smallest amount of service is massive. My gratitude for someone handing me a $20 bill to help me with whatever financially. That is the same gratitude. I give the same gratitude as if that was a massive amount. It's the same gratitude because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the number. It doesn't matter the amount. Right. It doesn't matter if it's financial. It doesn't matter if it's just having lunch delivered to my fucking door because I haven't eaten lunch for a week. Mm -hmm. You know, like I usually skip lunch because I'm so busy and I don't remember to eat or I have meetings back to back or shit's happening, life's happening. And I've had this happen in the past month and it's so powerful because it's like, 
I don't care what it is. If you just come, if you just show up and like help with one little tiny thing, my gratitude is, is just the same. It's just, I'm so grateful for anything right now. And that has taught me so fucking much in the fact that it doesn't matter the amount, it doesn't matter the service, it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's just a sweet message, oh my God, or a, a phone call saying, yo, I see what you're doing. I'm proud of you for doing this. To hear those words, oh my God, it's it's huge. It goes a long way. So I'm excited to keep doing what I'm doing. Gives me a little bit more time to focus on that and get my company where it needs to be. And I'm excited. I'm obviously going to be back, but there's more going on in my life um, that I don't really want to get into, obviously. Right. Um, But yeah, it's good. It's good shit. I think one of the things that we talked about before we started recording is interesting is the generations and how they look at struggle and how they look at conflict and this whole idea of like, oh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. It's so hard for us. It is. Like late Gen Xers, early millennials. Yeah. To realize that people 25 and under, when we put those same expectations on them, they live in a completely different world with yeah. a different wage, with a different wealth gap. Yeah. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps doesn't really work anymore because saying that to a kid 25 and under means, okay, well, now you have to work like literally three full time jobs just to buy what we bought with a part time job. 30 years ago. It's fucked up. And you as a parent. Yeah. That's a huge, I'm going to say burden for you to have those conversations, but not like build a sense of anxiety and despair in your kids because they're going to realize it on their own very quickly. Yeah. Once they are like starting to work and pay for things and pay for gas and try and get a car and try and get a loan. Yeah. That we did have it easier. And that's what pisses me off about like, our generation and older where they're like, well, we did it. It's like, yeah. yeah, motherfucker. But college was less. Gas was less. Everything. Everything was less. Yeah, totally. You know, my son is 13 years old and he's special needs. Mm-hmm. He'll probably live with me or like in an assisted living home for the rest of his life. One way or another, how I figured out, I don't know. Yeah. I have two different courses of action that I can take and all of them depend on money. That's exactly right. But with you, you've got three kids who are really smart, who are really hardworking, who are really, I think, aware of the world they live in. Mm-hmm. That now, as they're starting to like learn what financial struggles there are for their generation, yeah, it can be so stressful just to even think about what the next five years looks like for them. Oh, totally! It's a very, very fragile time, you know, in their lives, and that is part of the reason why I. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm showing them that I can take something that doesn't exist and build it from the ground up. And that's what I've done with my company. You know, it's home improvement. Obviously, I don't know if anyone knows that or not, but um, it's home improvement and we do windows and doors and we offer other other things. But it has been so um, interesting and fun for them to see what I do. I work from home 24 seven and they are very observant. They listen. They are there when I have meetings. They're there when I have zoom calls. I mean, they've been watching me from the beginning and this has been my baby. I've, I've birthed it 
if you will. And it's been a year now and it really is different than the way you and I grew up. My parents were government workers. They worked for the city and the county and we barely made ends meet. We <laughs> lived on Hamburger Helper and probably, <laughs> probably- I'll eat the fuck out of that. I'll eat the fuck out of that <laughs> cheesy Hamburger Helper. <laughs> um, but we probably should have been on food stamps, but we weren't, you know, they worked their asses off and they didn't want- they didn't want a free ride from the government, honestly. Yep. They just worked their ass off. And I'm trying to show my kids that you can be an entrepreneur. You can go work for the man. Um, this is the route I'm taking. I've done all the other things in the past. I worked for the man and I'm ready to go go big. Yeah. And I want them to see it. So yeah, it's it's good. It's same with you. You know, your kids are watching you. They're always watching us and this is a very fragile time in their lives. It is. And they've got a really excellent role model in you. Like, oh. I'm really, really proud that when I have them come over and <laughs> either watch the babies or yeah. come and help with the studio and stuff like that, that yeah. they see that this, it'd be great if we could make this a career. Oh, for sure. It'd be amazing. But the fact that we put so much time and effort into something that is just fun. And it's a way for you and yeah. I to like bond. And I'm not saying that we're trying to spread a message or trying to like put out a, an idea or a thought control for anybody. This is literally just us talking shit and like, hey, what if we made like 50 bucks a week? <laughs> yeah. That'd be great, you know, I whatever. Know, That's lunch. Fun. It, that you can spend mon money and time to do things that you like yes. and to do things that you want. They don't have to think that, okay, money just has to go into the gas tank. Yes. Money just has to go into. And you and I, I think, are really good at that is what's the point of working? What's yeah. the point of like bending over backwards for the man if you can't at least do something fun with it? Whether it's a podcast, whether yeah. it's a nice car, whether it's a food tour of Italy. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. Totally. And these days, people are going to have to get more creative with passive income yep. because the nine to five is not going to do it for them anymore. That's right. And so I think by doing this, I think we're kind of also teaching them that there's other ways that you can make money on the side, even if it's just bullshitting on a podcast, <laughs> putting a stupid logo on a t-shirt. Yeah, you know? no, totally. So yeah, I think it's great. I want to do something really fast. I want to go back and play the trailer for episode number one. Oh, shit. Okay. 44 episodes ago. Almost a year ago. This is awesome. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see what we had to say back then. I feel like you and I have a real kind of when Harry met Sally dynamic if the two never hooked up. If, if they never had that hookup moment and they just spent time in the deli bullshitting and talking about orgasms that's been <laughs> yours and my friendship for like the last 10 years yeah the gurus are good stuff i mean just like antonio was saying we are not professionals we i consider myself professional dater if you will just from the 10 years of experience but i'm not a doctor or a therapist by any means when you're oh on a profile and you're posting photos of yourself and you're trying oh, to hats. you know this is your resume you're trying oh, yeah. to sell yourself here you're trying to connect with someone Right. Every photo you've chosen for your profile, you're wearing a hat. And what kind of hats are we talking about? Are we talking about <laughs> baseball caps? Are we talking about cowboy hats? Are we talking about fucking sombrero? I don't know. Sombrero. <laughs> Just the basics. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you know, I jumped back on Tinder and uh, it's still happening. 
hasn't changed. What's funny about that whole thing is that you got off of Tinder pretty early on. I did. In the podcast because I you did. met somebody. I did. It was, then, it was the worst relationship I've had in my entire life. It absolutely was. The most unhealthy, terrifying. Yeah. I learned a lot. You learned a lot. And it was also hard <laughs> because we literally had to not talk about yeah. that relationship while it was going on. Yeah, I would have lost my life. And I was like, motherfucker, like that was the whole point of the podcast. It's like, we were going to just talk shit about dating profiles and bad yeah. boyfriends. And like three episodes in, you got a fucking boyfriend. And so yeah. now you're like going through old profiles and shit like that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we kind of catfished our audience for like the first 15 episodes. I mean, kind of, but not really because I do have to give this part out. He was still on the dating apps as well. And so I had access to the women. The women's side. And that shit was, oh my God. I mean, it's just as bad as the other side. Like women need to step it up <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. I re- remember that lady that was like, <laughs> she had a yellow shirt on and yellow earrings. And like, the shit in the back of her yeah. house was yellow, like she was, it matched. She was in the bathroom. You could see the towel holder in her bathroom and it was that chevron kind of print and it was yellow with gray. Like her thing was yellow. She was fucking obsessed with this color and she just made sure it was known to all the people on the dating app. I was like, what is happening? Did you bump your head? Like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> We evolved too, because like in the earlier episodes, we did the dating profiler thing. Yeah. We, I think, tried for like an episode or two to talk about uh, the I Saw Yous, which we eventually just did an episode about. Like, yeah. we really have kind of evolved as things do. Mm-hmm. You know, my other podcast definitely evolved. It went from me just talking, you know, reading reviews yeah. to talking people all over the world about movies. So cool. And now I feel like we have really taken different strides as we discover different things. Like we didn't know what a simp was and now we talk about them all the time. You knew what a simp was. I didn't know what a simp was. For real? I didn't. You no. are a simp. How did you not know? Well, I also didn't know I was a demisexual until two weeks ago either. So <laughs> go fuck yourself. Hey, that's so fucking true. <laughs> that's so fucking true. You remember? You didn't know what half of the sexual things that we talked about BDSM. were until you didn't even know what it stood for. I didn't know what the fuck that stood for, BDSM. I'm like, uh, I don't know. We've learned about what different color bandanas are. We've learned yeah. different ways that you can die from fucking. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. Like there have been people that have died from boobs. Yeah. They've they, been smothered they to got death. Smothered to death with. They're woman's boobs. I think that we have probably learned more than our audience has. And it wasn't that we were coming out to like instruct people or train people or expose things. We're not here to teach shit. We're just here to like have fun. And we learned a lot. We learned a lot. And it really has changed the way I look at the world and look at men and women like toxic shit. Because I did start digging through these love gurus on Instagram because I did start looking at these mm-hmm. TikToks and learning things about the society. That- Remember when I got on OnlyFans? Yeah, you did. I had to, <laughs> right? You had to do it. You're like, I can't stop talking shit about OnlyFans I unless know. I know what it's about. That shit blew my mind. I couldn't believe the world of OnlyFans. I'm still fascinated by it. I was on it for three months, I want to say. Yeah. And uh, my whole thing was... 
don't talk shit about it unless you know, right? It's interesting. I heard a guy talk about this on one of those, you know, red pill channels. He said that it is hard for him to understand and believe that we live in a society where a woman can make $100,000 a month just, you know, doing what she does in OnlyFans. I think you sent that to me. But he has a hard time with that because he knows that there are guys out there, and there's women too, who are like building our roads and building our infrastructure and drilling and stuff like that. And my whole point that I made to you offline, we didn't talk about this on the show, Yeah, was that, okay, so who does he think is paying these women and their OnlyFans. <laughs> They're not just making right. money out of nowhere. Right. Everybody from the, I'm sure the the lowest class citizen when it comes to wealth yeah. to the top tier yeah. are paying these women to see them dance, expose themselves, do whatever. It's like a stress relief, right? Like they'll go to a strip club or they'll go home and like look on OnlyFans, exactly what you're just saying. Or it's like a, a, a girlfriend experience, a, some kind of sure. relationship that they're building with this person, right? Either way, they're getting off on it. Someone's getting off on it and they're giving them their money. Which, you know what? Great. But it goes further, okay? Ooh, explain. I will explain. And this is what I found when I was on OnlyFans for three months. I had to do it. I had to figure out the same as this. You did send me that video, by the way. Okay. And I was so pissed about it because this guy or whoever these people are get home from work at what? When the sun goes down, they work all day. It's hard labor. Yeah. Okay. OnlyFans, to make that amount of money, you don't fucking stop. There is no break. No, it's 24-7 plus if there's such thing. 24-7, 365. That's the only way these people are making that amount of money. I went through it. Like you literally cannot go a day. You cannot go an hour. You can't even go. If you want to make that amount of money, you have to be on top of it nonstop. It's a lot of fucking work. It might not be hard labor. You might not be in the sun working your ass off and have back problems. Right. However, they are doing more hours to get that amount of money. They really are. It's it's right. crazy. And this is kind of the other thing that we talked about is that it's a hypocritical stance to take that shames women. And that's what pissed me off. Because yeah, me too. dudes like this that are on these podcasts, yeah. these so-called hustlers, right. they're not building the fucking roads. I know. They're not out there drilling stuff. You know what they're doing? They're selling bullshit yes. to people. Yep. They're selling courses and bullshit and motivational speaking and all this nonsense. It's yep. practically the same thing that women are doing on OnlyFans to get their whatever, $20 a month. Yep. It's just someone jerking off, right? Yep. But and- I would much rather watch a beautiful woman jerk herself off than that douchebag on a stage telling me I need to buy his course to be a successful man because if I don't, I'm a beta. <laughs> well, if he's sitting there telling you or saying that he's against it for whatever reason, he has a like he's subscribed to someone's OnlyFans. He knows what's going on. This, he's seen it. This man is literally paying money to see someone do whatever it is they're doing. I mean, my thing was just photos, right? Like right. I just dipped my toes in because I had to see what the world was about and the OnlyFans world I earned so much fucking respect for everyone, the women and the men. 
There are so many men on OnlyFans. Oh my God. There are. Remember we did an episode where we looked at people who were like popular content creators. Yeah. And a lot of them were either gay men or bi men yes. or couples. It wasn't just like, did they just want to pick on these young, attractive women? You know what? Young, attractive women only have X amount of time yeah. to be young, attractive women. Let them fucking have it, bro. Mm -hmm. You know? And okay, you think that they're going to ruin your life and not want to date you because they, you know, are a boss babe now and they're self-made right. and blah, blah, blah. Well, then don't date that person. Right. Date someone that wants you and your bullshit. Yeah. The problem with these guys is, is they think that they deserve everyone and everyone should be subservient to them and have their mindset because if they're not, then they're just going to shit on them. Yep. And it works both ways too. We've seen really toxic women talk down men. Yes. And you, you're you a bigger advocate for that than I am. Totally. You know, so I think that, you know, I love when you say everyone just kind of needs to stay in their own lane. They do. They need to fucking shut up and stay in their own lane. I mean, I don't know. This whole thing, you know, and I'm hoping that this changes one day, but this whole thing where men's needs and all of these things about men just gets pushed on the wayside is really aggravating for me because men have needs just like women. It just doesn't get expressed. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. And when it does get expressed in these channels, in these mm -hmm. TikToks, in these Instagram reels, it is a sympathetic plight that kind of covers all bases and all men. But the problem is, is that when we're talking about these women who are talking about assholes, yeah, there are assholes. Yeah. So stop putting the assholes in the group that need to be respected because I yes. really don't think they fucking do. That's right. You know? I, I'm the same. You know who needs to be respected? The guy that has been shot down at the bar a yeah. hundred times and he keeps taking his shot. Yeah. The guy who's interviewed for like a hundred positions at the bank and just keeps taking his shot. Those are the guys that need the little help and the need a little love and need a little respect and need a little compassion. For sure. It's not the dude with the fucking yacht. He's right. fucking fine. Yeah. He's fine. And if he's not fine, he can afford to pay for the best therapist probably in the world to be fine. He Absolutely. Right. And it's if the he ones loses that all of his money because he's an embezzler and a fraud, whatever, yeah, he'll be fine in prison. Right. But it's the <laughs> ones that just keep trying and keep trying and don't give up. Absolutely. Like we talk about, we don't hear those guys on social yeah. media because they're too fucking busy to be on social media. That's right. Talking about this shit. They're too busy drilling through the ground and yeah. building roads and building infrastructures to worry about what people talk about toxic dudes and toxic females on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. They give a fuck. You know who they are? They're hamburger helper, man. Yes. Just I'm going to work my eight to 10 hours. I'm going to come home. And as long as someone's cooked me a meal, that's all I want. That's all I care about. Why would I turn my nose up at that? I know. I love it. I love it. So before we kind of jump into our last love guru, before you go on your sabbatical, mm -hmm. I just want to say that I love you so much. I'm so glad that we just bullshitted one night and said we should do a podcast and that eventually we put lights and cameras in here and we're doing this on YouTube and I think that during this time you have off, we're going to have a lot of great stories and a lot of great content. And like, who knows, maybe a whole new twist to what this thing is. And yeah, it's, it's really exciting. 
Yeah, thank you. I love you back. Don't get all emotional on me. Jesus Christ. I know. I'm going to see you every week anyway. It's just not going to be on the podcast. I'm like, why am I getting all emotional? You're making me all emotional. Well, because we built this together. I know. And that I was know. cool. Like, I can't say that with a lot of people. And I'm kind of jealous you get to see Steph and Mariah and Michelle without me. Like, what the fuck? I have to pop in just so I can see them. I love you and everything, but yeah. like, you know. And you can always just watch us on YouTube. I mean, like, I yeah, but I just want to see them. FBI raid at NSA employees' home reveals over 16 million D-pics. Federal prosecutors have charged Hillary Wang. It is believed Wang used her top secret security clearance to illegally download an estimated 16 million pictures of mm mm-hmm off of unsuspecting Americans' mobile phones and computers. (gasps) (laughs) Okay, so that's not what I meant to play. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I was like... Oh, shit. Wait, did, did that really happen? It did. That was supposed to be an opening clip for another episode. That is some <laughs> shit. Do not cut that out. That is so good. Oh, God. Well, that was fun. That's not what I meant to play. But that's real? That's that a real, real story? 100%. <gasps> and her last name's Wang. Wang. This is what I meant to play. Tinder was groundbreaking because it taught people you no longer need to experience heartbreak, just get distracted. So what happened is when in the past, when you'd break up with someone, you'd be a little bit hurt and you'd dwell on the situation, try and self-improve and then either get that person back or just work on yourself. That has been replaced with just download Bumble, just download Tinder. What's wrong with you? So here's what's happened. Our coping mechanisms is no longer self-improvement. Our coping mechanisms are how do I find somebody else? And as a result, we're going from one trauma to the other trauma carrying that baggage with us and projecting it. So I think Tinder was the devil's workshop for marriage. Yeah, it's exactly what the devil ordered for marriages because it completely So what do you think about that since you were on Tinder and that's essentially how this podcast started? First of all, she's beautiful. Drop dead gorgeous. Jesus Christ. Um, she's, she's spot on. Mm-hmm. She's right. Um, you know, it's almost like it's almost like a test. You know, for me, I have had years and years of therapy and life coach type impact training therapy, if you will, and like years, years of it. Holy shit! I have so many tools in my back pocket, but. So I know when I need to take time to heal, okay? Mm, It takes a very emotionally intelligent person to know what the fuck they're doing. When I download the apps, I literally know it's because I need a distraction. Mm. I know going into it that I'm fucking around, that I'm downloading this app to make me giggle and laugh and make fun of people, send you screenshots. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And honestly... When I have connected with people, we'll start getting into a conversation. And one of the first things we will ask each other is, when was your last relationship? And you have to answer that question honestly. Yeah. Right? So for me, when I have to answer that question, 
I will tell them a month ago or six months ago or whatever the answer is, whatever the real reality is. And I try to make, I try to bring humor into it. Like, honestly, I'm still healing. And I got on this app just to distract me. If you can do that, and if you can be honest about that and raw, that's a different level. That will literally show the other person, oh my God, I got like a real one. I got a real one right now. Like I'm talking to a real person. Yeah. Not, oh, it was a month ago, but I'm totally over it. He was an Mm. asshole and blah, blah, blah. And let's meet. Like that's so fake and blah, like gross. You know, it's like, listen, I'm on here to just whatever. It is what it is. I have zero expectations. I'm super fucking busy. I'm doing this, this, and this. You're super cute. Wasn't expecting this. Maybe one day we can meet. The more raw and honest you are, um, they just come like it's just better for everybody. Jesus Christ. But she's definitely spot on. I agree, too. And I think one of the things that Tinder has taught anyone who's ever been on it or other dating apps, it's taught people how to lie better. Oh, fuck it's yes. taught people how to build representations of themselves that are absolutely untrue and unsubstantiated all day long. Because you need to catch that fish. You need to throw the bait out there. And if that bait doesn't work, you got to throw another kind. You got to use that power bait. You got to yeah. use that that V pick of your yeah. abs in the mirror. Yeah. You've got to show a picture of a fancy car, whether it's yours or not. Yeah. It's taught a whole generation, maybe several generations, because older people were on it too. I mean, Tinder's like almost 20 years old now. Oh, like it's oh, real. Whoa. It's like the late 2000s. Like 2007, eight for sure. Really? It's getting close. So you've got these generations who have now kind of conditioned themselves. Yeah, you're right. I mean, not be honest because if you're too honest, you're not going to catch the fish, you know? Well, it's filters too, dude. Like it's all photos, like filters. Holy shit. Dudes are using filters. Did you know that? Yeah. Holy shit. I'm like, wow, he's got really good fucking skin and no pores, like nothing. It's just smooth, almost AI, creepy. And it I'm almost like, looks like, like when you're trying to make a fake ID back in like the yeah. 90s and they just airbrush the shit out of it. Yeah. I actually have asked somebody, like, can you send me a, can you like put a photo on here that's not like with a fucking filter? One of the things that she said I think is interesting too is like how it affects marriages because I think all of a sudden people who were married and maybe not content with their marriage, there's no law on Tinder saying that a married person can't be on there. So They're all over the place. Yeah, I saw so them. At first it starts off like window shopping. Yeah. And then, oh, well, what happens if I like someone? What if happens if I swipe on someone? Okay, let's take it a step further. What if someone swipes on me and we match? Yeah. What then? Okay, well, now we're just talking. Yeah. Oh, but what if they want to meet? Can I meet? Like, yeah. Seriously, I bet there are people who never in a million years they thought they would cheat or even have an emotional unfaithfulness with their partner. Yeah. And Tinder kind of opened the door for that. And of course, because it's, you know, capitalism, a bunch of other apps are going to copy that formula and try and make it better, try and enhance it. Yeah. It's weird and it's sad. And no one will ever hold them accountable because we have to hold ourselves accountable. But really, a whole fucking generation or two kind of got fucked over yeah, I by mean, these apps. I mean, it started, but we still use them. It's like we yeah. know Diet Coke is bad for us, but we're still going to drink it. <laughs> it all started with social media, right? You can 
you can yeah. still reach out to people. It built, it built the platform yes. that these things were laid on. It started with social media and then it went to the next thing and next thing. Now it's the dating apps. And you're right. There, I saw so many married. I mean, I didn't see them. I did not see actual their face. They would always, I said this in a prior episode, they would always put a photo of like a scenery photo or something saying, yo, I'm married, just need friends with benefits, just need this or that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but how can you go to a stranger, someone you've never met, like ever, Right. Instead of going to your wife. How do you do that? How do you just not go to your person and say, yo, listen, you're not quite doing it for me. Mm. So if we could spice it up or you could watch how I like things, then we might be on track again. But no, they're not. They're not saying shit to their partner. They're downloading the app and they're going behind this person's back. And it's so sad and it's so fucking terrifying oh my god if i wasn't already afraid of and and had trust issues i am now times a million way more than i ever have been before because anybody anybody can have a secret life on the side right you have to make sure you start with yourself this is where i don't give advice but this is like my little teeny tiny bit of advice to the world it starts with you if you expect your partner to be raw and vulnerable, you have to set the fucking stage. You have to start it. You have to go to your person and say, listen, like I've been having some weird feelings or thoughts or desires or whatever, like, and I don't want to go behind your back. I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. So I'm going to come to you first, give you the opportunity to show up for me. Mm. And I hope that you do because I'm in love with you. I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to be, you know, creepy and weird behind your back. So let's fucking do this together and be solid. I love that. I agree hundred percent. And my last little thing on it, it's, I think it's so funny that people like Jay that came in last week <laughs> yeah, and I other people it. that we've talked to with these communities, or let's say BDSM, Shabari, swingers, yeah. polyamory, all stuff like that different sexual identities. These people who are honest about who they are and what they want and what they like and aren't afraid to like join communities that embrace that, these are the people that society shits on. Yes, and those are the people that are literally going to move mountains. And they make are, because they difference. are being sincere about what they want. Yet yeah. we give a free pass to the people who are married on Tinder and are fucking around, and then we're giving them the free pass on social media because they've got gurus who are saying, you need a high-value woman. You need a high-value man. The problem is you married beneath your status. Yeah. Go fuck yourself three times. Yeah, wow. exactly. And I do want to say real quick, um, I know I've said in the past, if your person is fucking around behind your back, it's because you're not providing something that they need. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I've said that, and I've had these conversations with people, um, friends and family or whatever, but what it comes down to is what I just said. That might be true, but it does start with you. Mm. Okay. Mm. If you're not happy. And if you're not getting what you need and want, you better speak up because if you don't, then what's the alternative? You want to sneak around? You want to be a dickhead? You want to be an asshole? You want to be the untrusted 
No, it's sexy to be vulnerable. It is so fucking sexy to just go to that person and be like, I don't want to fucking be caught in a lie. I will never be caught in a lie with you. So this is where we're at. Like, let's do something so that we're both raw and honest. How hot is that? Like for reals, what the fuck? I mean, to me it is, but I think to a lot of people, it'll just be like- It's off- scary. It'll be scary. It'll be unexpected. And for some people off-putting because it's not what we teach. We teach women to shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and we teach men to be too loud. And 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 to com- we teach them to complain and to be vocal about it, but we yeah. don't teach them how to fix the situation. You know, that's what it is. I, I, I honestly think that because I know too many guys that just- bailed on their woman and I've known so many women that bailed on their dudes because they never had the balls to bail. Instead they went and fucked around or emotionally abused them and they never had the balls just to say I'm not happy. That is what it comes down to. You are the smallest human. This is my opinion. My unsolicited (laughs) unapologetic opinion. You are a very small person if you cannot be real and honest. That's all there is to it. It's just like, it's everything I've learned in the past 11 years of being single and divorced. Like, be honest and raw and vulnerable. It's sexy. It's hot. It's so attractive. It's so good. Oh, my God. If my guy came to me and did that, oh, my Lord, I would attack him all day long, twice on Sunday. I think that's a t-shirt all day long twice on Sunday (laughs) we're trying to come up with shirts and I like that one I do too that's good so far I like beta all day Yes. Hi, hi, Teddy. The dog just came in. Hi, Teddy. Come here. Oh. Oh, hi, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy and I don't get along very well because every time I babysit, hi. Every time I babysit, Teddy just wants to be a pain in the ass. And I think, look at this. Every, <laughs> it's almost like he knows. He's like, this is Diana's sabbatical. I need to give her extra love. How the fuck did he get in here? He opened that door with he his paws, didn't he? Yeah, he jumped in and opened the door. Jesus Christ, he's like the dog on the mask. He's like the Jurassic Park <laughs> raptor opening doors. Hey, get out of my bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this is it. We'll see you in a couple months. He loves me. He loves you. This is brilliant. What a way to end the what show. What a way to end it. Did you know that animals go where all the good energy is? Well, he's over there right now, and he's not <laughs> over here, so what does that say about me? Well, I don't know. Everyone, go and follow us on our YouTube channel, and follow us on your favorite pod listening platform. Make sure you email us at the milfandmepod at gmail.com, and send Diana just some lovely messages and texts, because we're going to miss yeah. her for the next couple months. Yes, please do. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And Teddy... Teddy. Teddy, Teddy. (laughs) We love you, everyone, and we will see you soon.